the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president and CEO of the California African American Chamber of Commerce. We help all small businesses, and I said all small businesses. We help them start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. My guest today, Julie Clouds, who's the San Francisco District Director for the SBA. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, so that's my day job. Uh, so, <laughs> yes, I've. Um, so I have been with SBA for many, many years, more than I like to admit publicly. But I've had the opportunity to do a lot of different things with SBA and in a lot of different geographic locations. So um, I'm um, from Detroit. That's my hometown. Michigan's my home state. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I started with SBA and uh, working with the businesses in, in the state of Michigan. Uh, and then, um, then you know, on the side, got my law degree and moved to Washington, D.C. Uh, still working with SBA, but working as an attorney for the agency. And so learned a lot, learned a ton in that capacity. Um, had a great experience working with, you know, all of the senior leadership with the agency and really learning how um, Washington, D.C. works, <laughs> the ins and outs and and um, agency life in Washington, D.C. That was a good yes. experience? Was it? Yeah, it, it was it was an amazing experience, actually, especially being in a smaller agency like SBA, where you really do get yourself involved with every aspect of the agency. So. Um, a huge learning opportunity and um, learned learned a ton. And I hope now that I'm coming back to the field side mm-hmm. uh, of the SBA, um, I can take some of those learnings and then help implement and then also provide feedback to the leadership in D.C. Uh, as they go on and, and try to make new policy or revamp policy. Uh, obviously, the last two years have been a little crazier than normal, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's it's I've had a, a unusual for SBA career path, but I've I've learned a lot, and I think um, all of that adds up to hopefully me bringing a lot of value to the small businesses here in Northern California. And um, I'm I'm loving being out here in California. It's been can you believe it? Um, four years now. Wow. Wow. Time flies. <laughs> wow. Wow. You replaced a good friend of mine, Mr. Mark Quinn, right? Yes. Yes. He'd, he'd been with 
uh, I'm not sure. I think at least 25 years. I, think, I was going to say, I was going to say 30. I was going to say 30. 30 years. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're trying to be very nice. 30 years ago with that guy. And, uh, but I'm, I'm happy that you're here with the heart that you have. And I know our listeners are, are really trying to get a, a picture of the SBA. Would you, from a high level view, Julie, would you tell our listeners how the SBA works? Because many times people think they're going to get money directly from the SBA, which could be a way the SBA does do some direct funding. But tell our listeners how SBA works. Sure. So uh, to clarify, we are an independent agency in the federal government. You know, we don't fall under commerce or any of the other the big guys. We are an independent agency. And I like to break everything that we do basically into four buckets, four categories. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're most known for the financial assistance, mm-hmm. but there's also um, federal contracting, helping businesses break into federal contracting and help try to get their, you know, their fair share of federal contracts. Uh, we also have a lot of free business advising and, and training programs through our grant partners, um, I, hopefully people are aware of, small business development centers, our SPORE program, women business centers, and here in Northern California, we even have a veteran business outreach center. Mm. And then disaster assistance, which unfortunately is the world we've been living in for the last two years, um, but we do uh, offer um, lots of different disaster assistance um, in a more traditional disaster, like the wildfires, unfortunately, that plagued mm-hmm. Northern California. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will go in and provide physical disaster loans, which are loans to help um, anybody, really, homeowners, landlords, big business, small business, anyone, if they have uh, physical losses to their property. Mm-hmm. Uh, we help cover uninsured losses. And then there's this little known program until you get a pandemic called the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program, (laughs) which is uh, to help small businesses and nonprofits specifically um, recover from any economic injury they might have suffered as a result of the disaster. Um, But back to the financing piece, too, um, we do have a variety of programs. And in our traditional world, um, this is, we call it our 7A program and our 504 program. Mm-hmm. We are not a direct lender. Mm-hmm. We are largely a government guarantor program. So what that means is that you will work with one of our partnering financial organizations and actually receive the funding directly from them. But we are behind the scenes offering a guarantee or providing some sort of financial support to those organizations. Mm-hmm. So for micro lenders, for example, um, those are loans $50,000 or less. We mm-hmm. have partnered with um, a lot of different micro lending uh, nonprofit organizations uh, across the U.S. And uh, they they provide the, the micro loan, but we mm-hmm. have also lent them money, given them money that they in turn relend. Mm-hmm. So, so that's how the micro lending program works. Um, and then, or you think, of, but can I chime in for a second? Sure. Because you said something now that's got my interest. So you mean to tell me if the uh, chamber, African-American chamber, or even the Silicon Valley Black Chamber wanted to lend money out, they could possibly get the money from the SBA, lend it out, and repay it back. So it's basically a loan to the organization and agency, and then they have to get it back. Is that risky, though? I would imagine it's a little risky, huh? 
Uh, well, we really, the micro lenders that we work with typically have a little bit of a track record. So mm-hmm. they have some experience doing micro lending on their own. Yeah. Uh, and then we come in and we're able to supplement um, okay. through giving them some additional funds, the, uh, you know, what they're able to, to ordinarily do. And so having that track record, um, yeah, I, I, you know, the micro loans can be a little riskier because it's often startup businesses. Um, and most of the micro lenders, you know, are mission driven organizations. So they're, they're looking more holistically at the business. They're not just looking, I mean, the financial, you know, indicators mm-hmm. got to be there, but mm-hmm. that's not the only factor that they look at. Um, but they also do more handholding, right? And they'll work with our resource partners so the business can get more support than just the, the actual loan. They can get a lot of technical assistance as well. So you hopefully, know, I, I want you to, I want you to, I want you to stay on that point because many times small business owners, you know, everybody goes and say, money is the solution. And you and I know, well, you've been in this for a while. Money just isn't the solution. I always give that analogy. Like if you, if you, if you have a bucket with a lot of holes in it, you can put as much water in it as you want. Pretty soon that water is going to all come out. If we don't get businesses to learn how to function as profitable entities, you know, the same thing is going to happen. The money's going to be gone. Correct. Right, right. And I, you know, I honestly think the technical assistance that free business advising is the most invaluable thing that SBA offers. Because whether you're a startup and you need help kind of creating that roadmap to get your business launched and off the ground, um, or whether you've been in business for 20 years and you're just like, hey, I need some new strategies, especially mm-hmm. coming out of, you know, the last two years um, and the, the economic roller coaster that a lot of businesses have been on. Mm-hmm. You know, you really do need to maybe rethink and, and pivot, uh, overused word, but <laughs> still the best one, <laughs> yeah, pivot right. and, and find new lines of revenue so you can get back to being a thriving business. So I don't care where you are in your business life cycle. I think everyone can use a free business advisor. And there's a lot of specialized assistance. It's not just for startups. It's not just for growing companies. It's for everybody. And having having that support is so critical because statistics show that businesses who work with advisors do better ultimately over time. They are more successful in getting funding, whether it's micro or something else. You know, just having that support really can help you as you either build your business, rebuild your business, or, you know, launch a brand new venture. So, and they're, they, they're great to, especially in the financing side, if you're mm-hmm. going to go for a loan, mm-hmm. especially if it's the first time you're ever applying for a financing, mm-hmm. I always tell people, put your package together, your, you know, your financial statements, your tax returns, your projections, and then give it to someone who doesn't love you. <laughs> Good advice. (laughs) (laughs) Like a business advisor, let them take a look at it with a more critical eye so that they can say, hey, you know, this looks good. Or, you know what, as a lender, they're probably going to ask you questions about this, this and this. So maybe you need to be ready to answer those questions or beef up that section. And and so then -hmm. when you go to, you know, whatever financial organization, you're Mm -hmm. more prepared and then hopefully ultimately more successful. Well, Julie, I love that. You know, I'm going to I'm going to dive into a bunch of stuff on the other side of the show, but I'd like for you to give people uh, a way to contact you now or, or how they can reach you for those who may not be able to hear the second half of the show. Sure. Uh, you can always reach out to me and my team. Um, we have a, an email box that we monitor 
um, every single day. It's monitored constantly. Um, it's sfomail at sba.gov. That's sfomail at sba.gov. Or you can also give us a, a call at 415-744-6820. 6820. I just wrote that down myself. <laughs> I'm Carl Davis, Jr., President and CEO of the California African-American Chamber of Commerce, and you're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. My guest today is Ms. Julie Klaus. She's a San Francisco District Director for the SBA, and Julie's just dropping knowledge on us about SBA. I know you're out there listening saying, wow, I didn't know SBA did all that, especially when she said something about SBDC Advisors. I'm still an SBDC advisor. That stands for a Small Business Development Center Certified Business Advisor. Man, I pumped that up, huh, Julie? That's right. <laughs> Where do you find advice, the time, Carl? Yes, if you if you want advice, I mean, you want to come and talk to us, as Julie said. And Julie, I'm going to turn it over to you. She was saying that that's probably one of the arms of the SBA that she's most proud of and how small business people should really take advantage of it. Because if I say this correctly, Julie, if I don't, you let me know. Once you become an SBDC advisor client, you can get help anywhere in America and its territories absolutely free for the life of your business. Julie, take it from there. <laughs> that is correct. And that's what I try to emphasize to people. The business advising is always free of charge, whether you're using the SBDC, our SCORE program, mentors, our Women Business Center, or the Veteran Business Outreach Center. They do not charge for the, it's free, confidential, one-on-one advising. Um, and, you know, these are men and women who have all kinds of expertise to tap into. Some are subject matter experts with a particular industry. Some are subject matter experts with different functions, let's say, finance, like making sure you getting your, your financial ducks in a row, so to speak, and you're, you know, putting out correct financial statements and understanding what they mean for your business, um, or whether you're maybe going to hire your first employee and you need some help from an HR expert to make sure you do it the right way. Um, you know, there are all kinds of expertise uh, when it comes to, you know, any topic you can think of, any issue that a small business might face. And I love that. I'm glad you said that because many times people do have a fear of hiring someone. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's one of the things that we could do in our own community. If we grow our business correctly and we hire people in our community, we can really, really have an impact on the unemployment rate. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, we were talking about SBDC advisors and I would, I would feel it missed if I didn't uh, bring my brothers in there from score. So could you say a little bit about score too? Cause those guys really help out. Yeah, SCORE is a fantastic program. It um, it used to go by Service Corps of Retired Executives, mm-hmm. uh, SCORE. And so it is a cadre of men and women. Many are retired. Some are still working. But what they all do is they volunteer. They volunteer. They're not paid. They volunteer their time and energy and expertise to work to mentor small businesses. And again, the, th- the great thing with SCORE is um, they will try to match you with someone who has the expertise that you're looking for. And sometimes you can even get matched with somebody who maybe owned 
or worked in your specific industry. Mm-hmm. And so then you get some real great firsthand knowledge and experience to help you, to help mentor you as you are, you know, launching or growing and building your business. Um, and again, lots of, lots of different industry sectors represented in SCORE, lots of different subject matter expertise. Um, so it's, it, they're all terrific resources. Um, I, and I can't, I can't recommend enough that people, if you haven't tried using a business advisor, please, please call and connect with one. Um, we do have a handy tool on the SBA website. You can just type in your zip code and up will pop all of the resources that are closest to you. Um, just go to sba.gov. And you'll see a local assistance and, it'll, and a little map will pop up and you enter in your zip code or yeah, zip code and uh, that'll show you who is closest to you. So, man, I got to share that, too. You know, uh, while you were talking, I was thinking about something and I know it's almost uh, at the point where people are submitting paperwork for forgiveness. But when that PPP loan came out, um, is there anything, Julie, you can share with the public that for those who got PPP? I know there was a couple of different rounds of PPP. Uh, Mm -hmm. Do you know of any dates or anything that uh, people what people have to do to, quote unquote, understand that that was a loan but if you don't submit the right paperwork it will be a loan and it won't be forgiven can you talk a little bit about that sure so obviously the the ppp program the first round and second round um ran out of funding so uh there's no uh, ability to apply for a one right now but we have a lot of people that are now entering the forgiveness phase. And so you have up to 10 months from the end of your covered period. So that covered period was, you know, this anywhere from six or sorry, eight weeks to 24 weeks Mm -hmm. that you were spending those PPP funds. So as soon as you run out of those funds, whatever that end of that period is, you then have 10 months from that date to apply for forgiveness. Um, and your lender is the first place to consult um, because whoever gave you the loan is who you're going to need to work with to do the forgiveness process as well. Um, some of the banks have built online systems to collect information and in the, the forgiveness forms and any supplemental documents. Um, some of the banks have actually opted into an S- SBA's direct forgiveness portal. Mm. Um, and that the SBA did actually create a forgiveness portal for loans of 150,000 or less, which is mm-hmm. the vast majority of the PPP loans. Mm-hmm. So the best thing is to go back to your bank, uh, the one that made your PPP loan, and find out how they're handling forgiveness, whether they're doing it directly, whether they're utilizing the SBA portal. And they're your first line of defense. You're going to submit everything through them. They will make the first decision. And then it comes to SBA uh, for concurrence. Um, if you do have a, a loan uh, over $2 million, SBA is automatically doing the reviews on those as well. But again, you will start start with your lender. Mm. No, man, that's good information. And when you're talking about money, that was money that they got a couple of years ago. There's still some money out on this very, very famous program called EIDL. Can you talk a little bit about that, Julie, because I know this is in December and people still may have a chance to get some of this money, correct? 
Correct. So of all the COVID recovery programs, the financial assistance programs, the only one that's left open and accepting new applications is the EIDL, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program. So this is the loan, and this is part of our disaster um, toolbox. So this is the direct loan from SBA. Um, it unfortunately does not have a forgivable component, but it is a loan to provide working capital to help the business kind of bridge the gap from, you know, losing um, the opportunity for revenue um, to to the point where they can start rebuilding their, their revenue stream. And it's working capital, so you can use it to cover any business expenses that you have, including payroll, but not limited to that. Um, any legitimate business expense, you can even use it to help pay existing debt that you might already have if you had a commercial loan, for example, um, if you have credit card debt. Uh, so it's it's a great tool to help people kind of bridge the gap when they've had that lapse in, in revenue for, for many, complete lapse in revenue. For others, maybe it just trickled in for, for a significant period of time. So this is the only program, again, if you have not applied at all, you still can apply. You just need to do so before December 31st. Um, so we will be accepting new applications for the EIDL loan. Um, and that also gives you ability to apply for the targeted EIDL advance, which is the $10,000 grant. Uh, mm. that, we are accepting those applications until December 31st. Um, and we'll continue to process them after that date until the funds are exhausted. How do, you, um, how, do you, how do you get the grant? You know, that's a part of EIDL. Can you share with them what that looks like and maybe give them an example? So they say, oh, yeah, I got an idea about that. How do you do? Yeah. So when you apply for COVID EIDL, it is an online application. It is very straightforward and simple. Uh, but when you apply, you have the option of also being considered for the targeted EIDL advance. And so this is um, not the same program that existed last year. This is a, a, actually an iteration of it um, from a new iteration from Congress. So it is for mm -hmm. individual or for businesses that are located in low income areas. Mm -hmm. And we have a map tool on our website that'll help you determine if you're in a low income area. Mm -hmm. And you also have to show that you've had a 30% loss in revenue from 2019 mm -hmm. to 2020. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you can meet those, those requirements, you can get a $10,000 grant. Mm. And that's, that does not have to be repaid. So that's the beautiful part of that. Yeah, that's, um, it's always good to hear that word grant. You know, before we run out of time, I, I want you to spend some time, Julie, talking about the future of business as you see it, the future of business and the relationship with SBA. What do you see? Because at the end of the day, you know, these loans and these things are, are, are fine to kind of bridge people. But at the end of the day, you have got to be able to have something that will get you clients, customers, and you got to create mm -hmm. commerce. So what do you see, Julie? And this is just from you being, being an SBA person, the future of business and the SBA. Sure. No, that's great. We, you know, we talk a lot about that, even with my colleagues. And while this, you know, emergency cash has been great for many businesses and been a lifeline for mm -hmm. many, um, we're really at the point where, 
you know, we're going to be dealing with COVID for a while and we really need to focus on getting all businesses back to earning revenue. And whether that's from a new source uh, to help augment maybe a, a, a smaller customer base that you might now have, or, you know, maybe it's tapping into things you've never thought of before, but um, could be a viable revenue source for you. Two things that I, I jump, jump out to me that are things that we can assist with is exporting is one. If mm-hmm. a business is looking to export, you know, we have a huge port here in Oakland. Um, there are a ton of resources, many of them free of charge for businesses, small businesses in particular, that want to export. The federal government has a ton of resources and some financial assistance programs that you can tap into. Um, the second thing is federal contracting. Like we, we mentioned as one of one of the, the main things that SBA does help businesses break into. Um, we, we all know the infrastructure bill passed and we know that there'll be, you know, potentially future legislation and this creates opportunities and we really want small businesses to be able to get uh, their fair share and help, help realize some of those opportunities. If, if you're a business that has been doing work, maybe at the federal, uh, sorry, the state level or local municipality level, you're probably ready for federal contracting. And if you come to, you know, look at our programs, look at our certification programs, look at our educational programs, you know, we, we will want to help you. Well, we're out of time right now, but this is Ms. Julie Klaus, District Director for the SBA. Stay safe and stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.